kind of world are you living in? Is it a perfect world? The zone of voice kicking us off tonight. Track called Perfect World. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. It's community and finance night. Inviting you to call a friend, tell a friend. Friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. Because information is good for everybody. Tell everybody. And their mama. It's Community and Finance Night right here on the Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew. I want to say big up to each and everyone locked in. Those on Tune in Radio on the Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Much love to you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Big up to all the affiliates. Locked in on One Harmony Radio from across the pond. Top of the morning to you guys in the UK. King Genius, Queen Genius, much love to you. Big up to those who are locked in out of New Jersey. NIE Radio with New Jersey's finest, the motivator. Much love, my brother. Big up to the massive out of New York. Those locked in on Island Worldwide exhibiting the power of music. Big up to you. China Nicole, Gary. Gary looking out for that new project. Wanna say big up to those who are locked in on Reggae Pulse Radio. Also healing out of New York. DJ Buck. Anna's turn up to lip Buck, yeah? Much love to those who are locked in on the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com. Much respect, Mr. Lindsay. Greetings to those who are healing out of Texas On the three platforms out of Texas Alawap Radio, Dusik Media Group And the WGLRO, home of the Donnie Walker Morning Show The People Station For the show that takes you from the sheets to the streets Touching from Detroit to Denmark and all points in between Danny, much love to you bro WGLRO and One Harmony Radio were my two first affiliate broadcast stations. And they never looked back since. Much love to you guys. Truly appreciate love you. Say big up to those who are locked in on PEMGTV.com. You know, I should be specific. WGLRO and One Harmony were my first affiliate audio stations. Yeah, I need to be specific. Because PEMGTV, which was once DML TV. Which was once the music links. They were there from the beginning. Boy, 
say thank you to my segment sponsors. Falsy Media Group and being in a moment is priceless. Give them a call. They take care of videos, photos, streaming, advertising, and so much more. They can do everything you see here on kevinstew.com, including hosting the site. So you have a church service, a wedding, a funeral, a party, a graduation, a seminar, you name it. You want to stream it live on a secure platform? Get my call. It can be your platform or it could be theirs. They got a solution for you. 754-999-1140. Thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands. Althea is a heal... Is a <laughs> A very healing massager. She's a licensed and insured licensed massage therapist. She comes to you, bring her table, her oils, and of course her healing heavenly hands. Operating out of Broad County, North Miami Dade, and South Palm Beach counties. Go ahead and give her a call. Schedule your appointment today. 954-655-9000. That's 954-655-9000. Or email her at thealater.net. That's T-H-E-A-L-A-T-E-R. Thealater at att.net. She only has one request outside of paying her, and that is get off her table and go sleep somewhere else when she's done. It's called the Kevin Stew Clause. Because I'm always falling asleep on her table. Thank you very much, Althea. Thank you to Reggae Global Entertainment. Reggae Global Electors, your booking agents, handle your tour management, business registration, legal service referrals, music production, marketing and promotion, and so much more. Give me a call 954-804-8199. Or check them out online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com or reggaeglobal.com. They both take it to the same place. Tell them DJ Kevin Stew sent you. Wanna say thank you to McNeil Trucking. With McNeil Trucking, your goods are in good hands. They're licensed and insured movers in the state of Florida. Give them a call 954-406-9740. You have things to move from here to there. Moving house. Moving things into storage. Don't have the manpower, the equipment, the transportation, no worries. McNeil Trucking got you. 954-406-9740. Tell them you heard about them on the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Put two hands up in the air and recognize that this is not a stick up. But in some cases, you kind of have to wonder what's really going on. Is it a stick-up? Are we going to be caught up in some mass shooting that is happening? What kind of 
have to wonder. You know, we have to ask a question in these in these times. We seem to be facing mass shootings all over. Does it happen in some places more than others? I don't even know. But some of you may have not heard, you may not have caught the news. It's not even like it's good news at all. But before I get too deep into that, I do want to remind you of the numbers to call, numbers to text. 773-789-STEW gets you in touch. And I do encourage you to use the number tonight. If no other time, use it tonight. 773-789-STEW. That's 773-789-839. You can call, you can text, you can WhatsApp, you can Telegram. I do want to hear from you though in this perfect world that we live in. Some of the imperfections that you've been coming across as it relates to things like this. You hear of it in the news over and over again. And if you want to share what you think is a cause, if you want to share what you think is a solution, I don't mind. As long as you share. You can also jump into the stew pot. Those of you wondering what the stew pot is, is what others call a chat room. But on KevinStew.com, because we're fancy, we call it the Stew Pot. It's where we keep things interactive and bubbling. Just go to KevinStew.com and you're there. No need to register. No need to offer a blood sacrifice, your firstborn or an internal organ. Nothing, nothing like that needs to be done. Just jump on in and share your information. You can remain anonymous. You can put your name so I know who I'm talking with. And you are invited to call people, yeah? And invite them. Big up to those on Clubhouse, much love to you. Thank you for joining. Those on YouTube Live, much respect. Okay, so here we are. 2022. And now more than ever, we can't be sure or we can't be safe when we go places we we just can't or can we how often are these mass shootings happening how often does is it that someone shows up in a public place pulls out a firearm and starts shooting because it seems like it's happening more often now than it did before and what could possibly be causing that? I've been talking about this for a while now. And I don't know. It, it could be just my thinking. Because I somehow apparently think differently from other people. But here we are. And today there was another shooting. Now, this case is a little bit different. Because this time, there's one casualty. And the one casualty is the individual that went to the location with a firearm. So, here's the news. And I, I, I changed tonight's broadcast as a result of this bit of news. Police fatally shot an, an armed person at a summer sports camp. You hear where? A summer sports camp just outside of Dallas on Monday, June 
13. Yep, those of you looking at your calendars, yes. No children were harmed during the incident. Which is the best news as it relates to this news. Dispatchers began receiving 911 calls at 8.43 a.m. Central Time that a person with a gun was inside the Duncanville field house where more than 150 children were attending camp. Duncanville Police Representative Michelle Arias told reporters. Officers arrived in two minutes, entered the building, and looked for that armed individual. This was according to Arias. Quote, Officers located a subject armed with a gun and engaged the subject, and the subject was struck by gunfire. Officers rendered medical assistance, and that person was taken to a hospital and pronounced dead there. No children were injured, and they were cleared from the building and being reunited with parents at a nearby Duncanville Recreation Center, authorities said. Monday's incident unfolded nearly three weeks after a gunman broke into Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, about 350 miles southwest of Duncanville, and killed 19 children and two, te two teachers. Police in that Texas community are under intense scrutiny for their Im immediate response or lack of. The killer remained in a locked classroom with victims for more than an hour before a tactical unit from federal law enforcement entered and fatally shot the gunman. We know that story. We've heard it over and over and over again. Before that, almost a month ago, a white gunman motivated by hate and dressed in tactical gear killed 10 people at a supermarket in a predominantly black neighborhood in western New York. That was the Buffalo shooting. You, some of you might have remembered that one also. This one, um, suspect Peyton Gendron, 18-year-old, opened fire at Tops Friendly Market in Buffalo. He is alleged to have posted a 180-page uh, document revealing plans to attack black people while citing the racist Great Replacement Theory which falsely says white, um, white Americans are being supplanted by non-white people through immigration, interracial marriage, and eventually violence. Now, we know that is crazy talk. But crazy is usually a distinction placed on someone by someone else nobody ever claims crazy right nobody walks around and says hey you know i just found out today that i'm crazy or i i, I recognized that i've been crazy for the past 15 years I, I i'm yet to meet someone who walks around thinking that so all in all anyone that engages in any kind of activity like this that others would look on and say these people are crazy. These people think that they are sane. And of such, 
they must believe that whatever it is that they're doing is either justified or logical. Right? So, where are we going wrong? What, what is it that is going on? Or is it that these things have been happening, but because of the speed at which news travels today, we're getting more and more of it. One of the things that I had found interesting as it related to this news article is this incident took place at 8.40 Central Time, about 9.40 Eastern Time. Up until I came across the information, almost 12 hours later, the gunman was still not identified. We don't know the age, name, race. We know nothing of this man almost 12 hours later. I, I don't know if it's a, a thing related to this particular case that was something that is unique to this particular case. It was one of those things that stood out to me. Nothing else said about this man other than the alleged gunman. Not too sure why it's alleged at this point in time when he actually walked into a place and started shooting. Yeah, because he, he did start shooting when he got there. And let me see. There's, there's another article that I read on another platform about this incident. Y'all can go look for it. Um, Duncanville is just outside of Dallas. So, <laughs> Texas is one of those places where there's open carry. You can openly carry a handgun. You need a, a, a special permit to carry a concealed weapon. You can openly carry a handgun in Texas. This man apparently walked into this facility where there's a sports summer camp going on. He engaged or he was approached by one of the staff members. That initial engage, engagement led to the initial gunfire that prompted those counselors at that camp to move the children to a secure location. The gunman tried to enter one of these secured locations, but because it was secured, he couldn't get in. But the first exchange of gunfire was between that first member of staff and the man. And how it was worded gave me the impression that that member of staff was armed. So, how is it that he managed to continue from that point? Let me see if I can, if I can find that article. Because I, I, I just found that it was interesting. What I read to you is a different article. So, 
and y'all can look it up right um this is shooting in in duncanville texas and okay so here we are this one was an article 45 minutes ago a man who fired his weapon into a room where children were attending a summer camp just outside of Dallas was shot and killed by police on Monday, according to authorities. Police arrived at Duncanville Fieldhouse, a large indoor facility, approximately two minutes after receiving an emergency call, the Duncanville Police Department said in a news release. Officers quickly located and exchanged gunfire with a suspect armed with a handgun. The suspect was wounded during the exchange, the department said. The man was transported to a nearby hospital where he was pronounced dead. And no children or staff or officers were harmed in the incident. The identity of the gunman was not disclosed by police. This is 45 minutes ago that this, this article was released on CNN.com. The armed man had entered through the main lobby doors with a handgun. And at least one round was then fired. Duncanville Ass Assistant Chief of Police Matthew Strong Stonger, or sorry, Stogner said at pre a press conference on Monday. Quote, it appeared the staff member and he exchanged whether it's discussions or talk, but that was the initial gunfire that alerted others in the building, Stogner said. Counselors immediately began moving children to a safe area and locking doors. The armed man entered. Um, okay. The suspect went to a classroom was unable to get inside and did fire one, one round into the classroom where there were children inside. The suspect then moved to the gymnasium where other children were located, but no shots were fired. Officers arrived at the scene and saw the suspect in the gymnasium and shots were exchanged after confronting him, police said. Details as to how that confrontation went down, I have not heard up until this point. But again, this was today. Camp and Fieldhouse staff followed lockdown procedures due to the clear-headed actions of staff and the quick response time of law enforcement. There were no additional injuries. Duncanville police officers followed their training and the city commends them for their actions today. The summer camp is for ages, children ages 4 to 14 years old and was, being its, it was beginning its second week with an average attendance of more than 250 campers and staff. So, they, they, they had numbers. You know, he had tons of targets. The Texas Department of Police Safety had, had, has been asked to take over the investigation, Duncanville Police said. A motive for the shootings has yet to be established. Now, Duncanville is located approximately 10 miles south of downtown Dallas. Motive for the shooting not determined. Identity of the shooters, identity of the shooter not released. Nothing is known other than this man went to this sports summer camp at the beginning of its second week with roughly 250 campers and staff 
fired one shot in the main lobby. No one was injured. Went into the gymnasium where he was shot by police. Nothing was said of the man. Not general age, not height, not race, nothing. Do we know that this information is out there? Yes, we do. How do we know? Because he ex entered into some type of exchange with a member of staff. So that member of staff would have seen him and heard him. So they would be able to tell if he was a foreigner or a local. They would be able to tell his height, weight, general age, race. But all we know is that a man entered this facility. We know nothing else. But yet still, not, that's not the main thing. The main thing is that here we have yet another shooting incident at a public place here in the United States. This is what? The third in a month? And you have to kind of wonder what is going on and what kind of statistics are we looking to rack up, rack up at, at this point? Because in, in, in this country, it's all about statistics. Everything is a statistic. The number of fathers in the house, in the household, the number of single mothers, the number of single fathers, the number of children graduating, the number of children making it to adulthood, the number of everything is a statistic. How about the statistic of the number of individuals identified within 12 hours? of a shooting incident would that give cause for how information is disseminated in this country is there a bias to how information is, dis is, is disseminated things to make you go hmm here's something to make you think as we take a break and we say goodbye to those on, on Clubhouse, but continue the broadcast on KevinStew.com and the affiliates, here's something to think about. There have been already more than 250 mass shootings this year, 2020, sorry, this year, 2022, here in the United States. More than 250 mass shootings. And we're going to have to define what mass means in, in this situation. Is it any number more than 15? Is it any number more than 5? When, when does it become a mass shooting incident? Or a potential mass shooting incident? We're going to take a break. When we come back, we talk some more. Call your friends, tell your friends, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. It's a night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. Community and finance night. And we're looking at mass shootings in the United States. 
I don't know what it is like in other countries. For the, 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 the countries, anyone from any of the other countries listening in right now, you can still call in live. 773-789-STU. If you have WhatsApp, you can call on WhatsApp. If you have Telegram, you can call on Telegram. If you have Skype, you can use Skype. My Skype handle is Kevin.Stu. If you want to call directly, feel free. The number is the same. 773-789-STU. 773-789-7839. Talk to me. Let's see what we can work out in this. Let's put our heads together. See if we can figure something out. Because for me, it comes back to what I said last week. We are raising, we have a bunch of, of individuals that all they know is when they get angry, they need to destroy something. Think about it. Give me your feedback on it. If you have an opinion of where it came from, feel free. This is what I am saying. What are you saying? As we go off on a break, I just want to remind you because Rhythms of the Heart happens each and every Saturday, downtown Fort Lauderdale. And this happens at Eats 876 at 627 South Andrews Avenue. This is a GMAT Music Solutions event. And it's live music and DJ. Doors open at 8 p.m. Eastern. Ladies are free all night. It's $10, pre $10, gentlemen. You can get your tickets pre-sold on Eventbrite or you can pay when you get there. It's Rhythms of the Heart. And do remember, the Mary Kay store is open. I am an independent Mary Kay consultant. And for those of you looking to get the father, the man, the father figure in your life, something for this Father's Day coming up, please remember, the Mary Kay store is available. It is open. It's marykay.com forward slash Kevin Stew. There are, there's beard care products. There's face products. There are fragrances that are available. And, of course, men have skin too. So you can look for any skincare product you wish. And treat your man to something today. Go to marykay.com forward slash Kevin Stew. Multimedia Group, innovative streaming and recording, has done it again. A new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood through AdShare TV. It's available in your neighborhood today. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one-minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30-second video ad. A host can run announcement specials like buy one, get one free, or discount ads. Let's turn your flyers into a 30-second video with music, or a voiceover, or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson. Take advantage of our early enrollment discount. Join us today. Your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your AdShare TV neighborhood. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. Add Sheer TV, part of Pulsing Media Group.
Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, in math, I learned that I'm ugly and I useless. And in gym, in biology, I learned that I'm pathetic that I'm fat and a joke. And in history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... Is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Reggae Global Entertainment presents the brand new self-titled album from Yishka with nine great songs. Oh, baby, let me love you. Be grateful for life. Shake you down. What else can I do? Babe, come over. My, my, my. It's our time. For your love. I'm falling. Yishka. Nine great songs. Available on all streaming platforms. Available now. Hey, I'm representing for DJ Kevin's Jew. Working on the night shift. The night shift radio show. Won't go changing like the weather. Just to please the devil never. Will DJ Kevin's Jew sell his soul? That's a word and honor. It's Christine to represent him. Word and honor. Celestia DJ Kevin's Jew. Welcome back to the broadcast. First of all, thank you. The sound of Rachel Davy Lee, track called The Life Is Good. There have already been more than 250. You, I didn't stutter. 200, 250, more than 250 mass shootings in the United States. And this is according to the Gun Violence Archive. The Washington Post released an article which says 38 have taken place since a rampage at an elementary school in Uvalde. 38. This just this past weekend of the weekend of the 8th this article was updated on the 8th of June so the weekend of the 8th there was mass shootings in multiple cities that killed 11 and wounded more than 60 mass shootings where 
four or more people, not including the shooter, are injured or just killed, have averaged more than one per day so far this year. Not a single week in 2022 has passed without at least four mass shootings. Now, this is not a single week without at least four across the United States. You know, it is concerning to me when I, I hear information like that. America is not on a no-travel list. But you have countries, and I can compare it to my my home country because this is where I'm from. And this is the kind of news that I would come across from time to time. There is a shooting or a report of some shootings happening in one location in Jamaica and the whole country ends up on a no-fly zone, a no-fly list or a no-travel list. However, in the United States, there has not been one week that has not had a mass shooting. Not one week. Let me read it again. If you don't believe me, I'm reading it. I'm not making it up. Go to WashingtonPost.com and find the article yourself. It says, not a single week in 2022 has passed without at least four mass shootings. At least four. In January of 2022, there were 34 mass shootings. Of the whole 31 months in January, there were 13 days that had no shootings. But not one week passed without multiple mass shootings. In January, the, the, the least amount of shootings, mass shootings in a week, was three. It happened the f first full week of January, the third full week of January. No, that was four. So it happened the first full week of January and the last full week of January. They both had three mass shootings. Isn't that concerning? In February, the shortest month of the year, February had 36 mass shootings, eight days with none. January, which had 31 days, had 34 mass shootings, 13 days with none. March, 42 mass shootings, 10 days with none. In fact, there was a week in March where every day there was a mass shooting. Every day. Are you concerned yet? April, 
57 mass shootings. Nine days with none. In May. Are you ready for this? Hold on to your hats. I don't know what was going on in May. But in May, there were 63 mass shootings. Five days with none. Again, there was a week that had every day had mass shootings. In fact, one of the days had, what's that, six mass shootings that day in the United States. Six in one day. And in May, you had the two famous mass shootings. The one in Buffalo, the one in Uvalde. 63. We have gone, as at now, well, as at this report, as at the 7th of June, there were 19 mass shootings. As at the 7th of June. Two days had no mass shootings. June started off with the Tulsa mass shooting. Many of us forget, forgot that that one even happened. Because the focus has been on, on Uvalde. With reference to Buffalo. Tulsa is the most, most recent one. Yeah, 3687. That is horrific, isn't it? Now, I don't know which one is more horrific. If there are months, there are two months out of this year already that we are only entering the sixth, the sixth month of the year. There are two months in which every day of the week there was a mass shooting. There was a day in May that had seven mass shootings. Is that the most in a day? A day in April had seven also. And these are the reported statistics. Oh, here's one that I missed. January started with seven mass shootings. On the 1st of January, there were seven mass shootings reported in the United States. How many of those have you heard about wherever you are in the U.S.? But yet still, America is the home of the land of the free. America is a place that everybody wants to escape to so that we can live freely, live in peace, be successful and live out the great American dream. That dream is a nightmare. And I'm not bashing and saying that America is so horrible. I'm just saying that it's not that great. When you take into consideration things like this happening, Are there other places that we could go? 
Or is it more along the lines of everywhere is like this, but nobody's paying attention to what is, being hap- what is happening and nobody's paying attention to what is being reported and putting them all together as they did on the Washington Post where they put this together. This is not my information. This is information that I have found. But I have to ask a question. How concerned are we, not just as a nation here in the United States, but as a community globally? Because what happens in one part of our community affects the whole community. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm, not because there are geographical lines means that we must be separated and, and we're so different from the next place. Over there in Russia and, and the Ukraine where they're, they're fighting over, I don't know, land space. It's affecting us over here in the U.S. So, are we immune to what is happening in other parts of the world? No, we're not. So, I, I, when I talk, I'm, I'm referring to us as a collective, us as a community. I don't care if you speak a different language. Why? Because at the end of the day, if you needed an organ transplant... It didn't matter what, where it was coming from. If the person was black, green, blue, pink, sp- sp- spoke your language or not. As long as you were getting a functional organ that worked with you, that was compatible to your body, to your blood type, then your life would continue. So anything that happens anywhere in the world, it affects us. Because like it or not, we are connected. So we have to ask the question about mass shootings here in the United States. Especially for those that live here. Because anywhere we go, it is a potential that we could end up in the midst of a mass shooting. So, is there a way for us to protect ourselves? Is there a way to be safe? Or do we just all need to be shopping online? Do we all need to be having our entertainment virtually beamed to us? Do these entertainers need to make sure that wherever they're performing, it's just them and their crew? And the doors are locked and they're secure? Is that where we need to go to? What about theme parks? Because clearly schools are not safe. So if schools are not safe, are theme park safe we have to recognize that apparently concerts are not safe either the movie theater is not safe the supermarket is not safe so where can we go and be safe is there anywhere to be safe other than in our homes And if we're to be safe in our homes, are we going to be safe in our homes alone? Because the only person we can trust is ourselves. But it even gets more complicated. Because if the only person that we can trust is ourselves, and then we are, we've been going through and facing stress over and over and over again, the only thing separating anybody who is managing stress from someone who is not managing stress and who has not yet had a mental breakdown is their ability to manage that stress 
Because anybody can be triggered. Mental health doesn't discriminate. It doesn't say because you have been going through this, you are going to snap at this point. The person who has been riding high, who has been living a good life, seemingly living a good life, that all of a sudden lost everything that they held dear in a moment that can happen, right? Because they're living so well, because they're playing the stock market so well and getting these great returns and whatever stock it was that they were riding on was flying high. What if that stock crashed? Boom, they lost everything. Snap. Now everybody getting shot up. Is it because we don't know how to deal with issues? Is it because we, we, we have lost the art of communication? I had this discussion with someone today. This person is a psychiatric nurse. And I, I, I asked, you know, what's your opinion on all these mass shootings? And, and she said, parents are not raising children anymore. I was thinking, wow, this woman and I have never discussed this. She has no clue of what I have ever said relating to any of this. But here it is, sharing an opinion of, that resonates with me. She said, people don't know how to communicate anymore. And I thought, wow, look at that. So, because an individual is angry at something, whether it be a family member, a situation, job, traffic light, the first thing that comes to mind is to destroy something. It could be property, it could be a life. The first thing that comes to mind is to destroy something. Let's break that, let's smash that, let's protest, let's... No. Protesting is okay. Let's riot. Let's loot. I heard the statement. Um, what was it? It was, it was someone shared with me a video clip of a parent or a community member talking about shootings. I believe it was. And she said, a report said, this is not who we are as Americans. This is a black woman. And she said, you're misguided. This is exactly who we are. Having taken black people from a country and enslaved them and, and, and mistreated them and Promised them violence if they did not follow their instructions and meet their needs as slave masters. This is exactly who we are. And I thought, wow. That's deep. 
is that how linked is that to what we have to deal with with individuals who think of or engage in mass shootings the article went on to say mass shootings have been on the rise in, in, in recent years. In 2021, almost 700 such incidents occurred. There were only 365 days in the year. Almost 700. This was a jump from the 611 in 2020 and the 417 in 2019. Before that, incidents had not topped 400 annually since the gun violence archive started tracking in 2014. Here's something to be of concern. This year is on pace with last year's high when comparing the same period. What is not said in this article, which makes me really concerned, is if, as at right now, this year is on pace with last year. And the numbers have increased consistently over time. What are we looking to face? Scary, isn't it? When you look at mass shootings whether or not people have died it's still mass shootings the intent would be to kill people whether or not the individual is successful left to be determined but isn't this something that is scary when you look at your children, those of us who are parents, when you look at your children to know that every day they are not in your sight, in your home, under your protective care and custody, that day might be the last day you ever see them again. The last day you ever hear them again. The last day you ever hug them again. Does that make you concerned? We've been hearing all this talk about gun rights and lobbying and, 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 and everything that needs to be done about gun care and the rights of owners and the rights of users and the rights of... How about stop addressing the symptoms and start addressing the cause? How about that? How about let's looking, start looking at what people are dealing with? What is the man who has to get up and go work his blue-collar job that his, his salary cannot take care of his monthly expenses? What kind of mental state should that man be in when he's looking for a solution and he cannot find one? Isn't that a starting point? Do we stop to think about that? No, we're focused on some 
gun company, some gun lobbyist, some... That's a symptom. That's not a cause. The gun isn't going to hurt anyone. Unless there's someone using it. Let's talk about the people that are using them. Let's talk about what they have been dealing with, what they have to go through. Let's talk about that. Let's start there. Let's talk about the children that are losing it and don't know how to express themselves. How about that? Do we get to address that at any point? We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll look at some more of the information as it relates to mass shootings in the United States. Crazy. We'll be right back. Matthew 28:19 says, "Go ye therefore and teach all nations." With this in mind, and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, The Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches, providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links www.dahchurchlinx.com Your links to worship and praise. Making great music is one thing, sharing it with the world, that's another. Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment help you to another level. Specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. Teddy Greaves Jr. with six brand new songs out now on his brand new EP, Teddy Greaves Jr. with songs you know and love like Can You Stop the Rain? One Last Cry. Can't get over you. Wait too long. You and I. You and I. And one last cry, the acoustic version. Teddy Greaves Jr. Now available on all major digital platforms. Teddy Greaves Jr. When being in the moment is priceless, consider the ability to share that moment. If you can video it, you can broadcast it. And Pulse eMedia Group has the tools you need. Weddings, birthdays, funerals, graduations, church services, 
parties, seminars, you name it. Pulse eMedia Group can provide you with a secure medium controlled by you to broadcast your event. Contact us at www.pulseemediagroup.com for more information. Pulse eMedia Group, when being in the moment is priceless. Yes, yes, yes. Akar Mantino, I'm making noise right now. You are locked in to DJ Kevin Stew on the night shift. The sound of Coric. Track called I'll Be Here. And you'd really want to, wouldn't you? And it came at a cost, but there are no charges Still in return, there's just one thing that I want you to do Take care of each other as I took care of you Recorded and released in time for Father's Day It's called I'll Be Here Hopefully we will. Hopefully we'll be here for our children to watch them grow and for them to send us off when we get to a ripe old age. But when you look at the way things are going now, do you think you're going to make it? According to Insider.com, the Gun Violence Archive, a non-profit that tracks shootings in the U.S., has recorded 246 mass shootings in 2022 so far. This is up until June 7. Gun violence overall has killed at least 18,823 people in the United States this year so far. This is according to the archive's records. Outside of countries that have wars going on currently, where has recorded this many people dying in six months? That's a question to ask. That's some information to look up. The United States has far more lax firearms laws and policies compared to other countries. The federal right to own a firearm is even backed into the Constitution via the Second Amendment. Gun laws and regulations also vary from state to state. Some states have more restrictive laws, while some allow for much greater firearm ownership for protection and hunting. It's the right of the individual in that state. R. Thurman Barnes, the Assistant Director of Rutgers University in New Jersey Gun Violence Research Center and Facility at the Rutgers School of Public Health, said to Insider, In a country like ours, we have a lot of guns. And when you have as many guns as we have, which we have more guns than people, you're going to have more gun violence in all of its forms. Let that sink in for a moment. 
As a result, firearms have become one of the leading causes of death for Americans at any age. And according to the Giffords Law Center, they're also the leading cause of death for children below the age of 18. Different sources differ on the definition of mass shooting. But the Gun Violence Archive and the Congre Congressional Research Service define it as an incident where four or more people were shot. Not necessarily killed, shot. And this is not counting the shooter. There's a table that includes the names, locations, and casualty information for each mass shooting that the gun, the gun Violence Archive has recorded in the United States in 2022. They have a table, 25 pages long. It started on January 1, where four people were injured. None were killed. That's the first one. That happened in Columbia, Missouri. <coughs> Excuse me. In Philadelphia, you had one death, four injuries. Kenosha, Wisconsin, one death, three injuries. This is January 1 alone. I'm going through January 1. Peoria, Illinois. Two deaths, two injuries. Dillon, South Carolina. No deaths, five injuries. South Bend, Indiana. No deaths, four injuries. Denver, Colorado. Two deaths, two injuries. Corsicana, Texas. Two deaths, two injuries. San Antonio, Texas. Two deaths, two injuries. Oh, sorry. This was Corsicana and San Antonio are on the 2nd of January. But minimum four people shot. January 1. Spread out all over the place. Did you hear? How many of those did you hear about? They are considered mass shootings because four or more people were shot. This is why. At this point in time, we need to probably have a party every week to celebrate living through that week. There's another chart that they have on Insider.com where they historically show the mass shootings. And it says that you have more shootings happening in the latter half of the year than earlier in the year. So, based on that, if we're on par with what was happening last year, as at this point, what's going to happen coming towards the end of the year? There have been slightly fewer mass shootings so far in 2022 than in 2021. And I'm wondering... How is it that 
Well, I guess there weren't that many shots fired at the January 6th incarceration. Sorry, insurrection. There were a couple of deaths. However, I guess that were, there weren't that much shots fired in that one incident. But then we hear of other shootings that happened that did not amount to four people getting killed, four or more people getting shot. And you have to still ask the question about what people are going through, what people are learning, because that's another big part of it. What are you being taught? Are you being taught that as soon as you get to a situation where you cannot manage it anymore, you need to lash out. You need to start breaking things, throwing things, lashing out at people, cursing people out, driving recklessly, drinking, taking drugs, abusing your loved ones. What are we being taught? What are we teaching? How much are we giving to our children today in the realm of coping mechanisms? How much of an example are we setting for the next generation to say, this is how we manage situations? We are better than those that went ahead of us because we have learned more. Seven seven three seven eight nine stew is my phone number. Seven seven three seven eight nine seven eight three nine. You can call me, you can text me, you can WhatsApp me, you can telegram me. Not just tonight. Anytime. I'd love to hear from you tonight though. Drop me a line. Give me a call. Let me hear your views. Because I could be off, maybe. You know, my, my, my views could be skewed, maybe. I could not know what I'm talking about, maybe. Or I could be very spot on, which is also a maybe. When you look at the statistics, it's not a pretty sight. When you look at the numbers for the year, not a pretty sight. Let me go back to that figure. How many people dead in a year? Where is it? Because that's, that's the kind of information that would make you wonder, am I living in the place where I want to be? Am I raising my children the place that is considered 
to be the best place to do so. What would make it the best place? That would be a good question. When you do the math, you add the numbers, people are begging for gun reform. Do we really need gun reform? Why? Because over 18,000, almost 19,000 people were killed in a year. That sounds high, doesn't it? Well, we still have six more months to go. That's so far this year, 18,823 people killed by the gun. And so, and this is gun violence, right? And they're calling for gun reform. And again, I say, the gun isn't doing any, anyone any harm. The person who has the gun this knows a different situation. Because somebody has to use the gun. We have not yet, as far as I know, come out with uh, uh, I don't want to call it automatic weapons because that's a category that already exists. But automated weapons the ones that decide who should get shot from who should not, all on their own. I don't know if that's happening yet. Maybe some military branch has it in testing. Maybe. You know, everything that we've seen on a lot of what we've seen on, on, on sci-fi movies have come to life. So maybe there's a Terminator in creation somewhere out there. But as it is, people are the problem. Not the weapons, the people. Now you have to ask, why are the people the problem? What is it that the people are going through that is causing so much stress? That is causing them to lose it. That is causing them to lash out on family members, on friends, on innocent bystanders, on children. In 2012, there was Sandy Hook. Here we are, 10 years later. Uvalde. Rob Elementary. Yet still, there's talk about gun reform, gun reform, gun reform, gun reform this, gun reform that, gun reform the other. What about people reform? What about that? 
Why are people resorting to gun violence? Why are people losing it? Why are we not asking those questions? Why are people not being taught how to express themselves and what they're going through? Why is it that our children are, are, are telling parents how they want to be? Or what they should do? So now children are dictating to adults. Get out of my room. I don't want to talk to you. Oh? I look back at my childhood. And I remember the first time I saw on TV a child slamming a door. Because they were mad. Listen. I tried that one time. Slamming the bathroom door. I, I got mad. I went and slammed the bathroom door. Blam! One time I ever did it. Every other time after that, I tried to figure out a way how to deal with me being mad. Even if it meant crying in a corner. And I wasn't beaten mercilessly or anything like that. I was warned. And for me, that's all it took. Because, you see, I grew up in a time where I would go to church and be chit-chatting in the back of the church. First of all, as a child, to sit in the back of the church was like, I felt like a grown-up. It was what us little kids aspired to do. To sit at the back where the big kids are. And I remember this one time sitting in the back and chit-chatting away. And I just felt eyes. And it wasn't anybody else in the church. And chances are some other people in the church were looking at me. It wasn't the other people. It was my grandmother way up in the front of the church in the choir, uh, in the choir pew. So there she is in the choir section. My mother is also in the choir section. But it is my grandmother that looks at me. She doesn't say a word. She doesn't move. She just looks. And I knew that look was, you better stop doing whatever it is that you're doing and pay attention. You know the funniest thing? My grandmother has never laid a hand on me. You see the difference of the world that we live in? My grandmother gave me a look and I knew I had to straighten up and fly right because that was the thing to do. I knew what I was doing was not what I was supposed to be doing at that time. And because I got caught doing it, I recognized that I had to stop doing it and do the right thing. Today, you look at children like that and they look back at you and they go, what? Not just implying it. Literally saying it. What? 
You got something to say? You, you want to do something? And this is the child speaking to the adult. I used to work with children. I worked with children for seven years with the Salvation Army. And somewhere in the last two years that I worked with them, I remember having to put a parent in his place. Because the child was disrespectful. The child told the mother who felt it was necessary to address me on the issue. I addressed her on the issue the first time. The child did it again. The second time the mother decided, oh, all right, I'm going to bring her father. And I sat both the father and the mother down. And I said to them, you don't want me letting your child do her homework. You don't want me stopping her from playing because she didn't do her homework. So here's what you are going to do. You are going to make sure that your child does her homework. You are going to help that child with their schoolwork that was not completed that they brought to this aftercare program. And then you can deal with anything that happens after that. You're coming at me with your, about your child being disrespectful. Like, I'm supposed to do what? Just take it? No. That child can go home to you. That, that child doesn't need to come here. Because that's not what we are about. Now I can tell you. That child didn't decide that she was not going to follow instructions after that. Why? Because that parent didn't want the responsibility to deal with it. Not because I was so effective. No. And this is one of the problems that I find in our community. Our parents don't want to be dealing with raising their children. No, somebody else must do that. The teacher at the school must do that. The, the counselors and the tutors at the, at, at, at the aftercare programs and the community centers, they are the ones that must do that. It's, it's always somebody else that must do. We are the parents. We are the ones that had the children. Why are we laying it off on someone else or pawning off the responsibility on someone else for what and then when they go out and do something like shoot up a school they go oh my goodness my child i don't know what happened of course you don't know what happened you weren't parenting them where were you what were you doing it's on the parents that need to be charged not the children Somebody's parents need to be charged. During my seven years working with children, I was a mandated reporter to the state. Which meant, if I saw anything relating to abuse, it was my responsibility to, to report it. 
that child being allowed to walk out of the facility because we were not in a position to stop them. And that parent backing it up and justifying it would be grounds for a report. Why? Because that parent is being negligent. Now, had they not taken steps to rectify the situation after we spoke with them about it, then that would have had to have been reported. I reported it to my superiors, whose responsibility it was to pass it on to the others. Now, I could have overstepped their bounds because I was the one mandated to the state to report. And had it not been addressed, it was my responsibility to report it. But why would I need to go that route when... We should be responsible parents. Because whatever we are getting from the government as a subsidy to parent our children should cover certain things, shouldn't it? Should alleviate some levels of stress. Because once, what I didn't mention is that I worked in the hood, the quote-unquote hood. I worked in the areas of the community that were less privileged. And things are different when you get into the less privileged neighborhoods. One thing should remain, though, is how we parent. One thing that should be there is... As a community, we look out for our children and we raise them with a standard of living that they can pass that on to their children. Where is that today? We don't see children expressing themselves to say or being able to express themselves in a respectful way to say this is what I am going through. Why? Because our parents don't do it. We don't see individuals saying, you know, I, 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 I need to see a therapist. I know when I was growing up, anybody talking about going to see a therapist was crazy. And that was something to look at sideways. It's only as an adult now that I can recognize that seeing a therapist is like one of the best things ever. Because I did it and I'm in my right mind. And I think having done it was the thing that kept me in my right mind. How about that for our perspective? Learning how to communicate effectively with our peers and our subordinates, with our partners and our children with our neighbors, known and unknown. Communication is one of those two-way streets. We learn to speak with and listen to.
and I'm intentional about the words that I'm using. Because I don't want to be the one that we're in dialogue and I am talking to you versus talking with you. You talk to someone that you're giving some instructions. That's a method of communication. Nothing is wrong with that. But what we're not doing is talking with each other. So that we can, when we're going through something, know that we have someone that will listen, that will not be judging us, but will helping, be able to help us through our situation. If it's just to listen, just to give a positive feedback, a word of encouragement, something, someone to let us know that, hey, it's rough now, but this doesn't have to be it. You're angry, but you don't have to show it this way. We don't have that happening. And so each day that we see our partner, each day we see our children, each day we see our friend, we need to recognize that that is a moment of blessing. Because when you have 18,823 people dying in the, by the second week of the sixth month of the year as a result of gun violence, you never know when the next shot fired is coming in your direction. You never know when the person that you argued with just 10 minutes ago, your last words when you told them to kiss wherever would actually have been your last words. Whether it is your last words to them or your last words at all. So each day we need to be grateful that we made it. And each day we wake up to see another one. We need to be grateful that we're here to go through it again. And pray that we make it yet again. Because as we go to these everyday places, schools, parks, camps, supermarkets, gas stations... As we go to these, and you know, gas stations is a that's a traumatic event by itself. But as we go out to these places, it could be our last outing. That could be our last day because of what is currently going on. Let's start with self. Let's start with our our closest friends and neighbors and relatives let's start communicating effectively positively let's start correcting our children with love and teaching them that there is a way for them to express themselves without violence without destruction a way that builds bridges instead of tearing them down. Because it has been done before. Which means we can do it again. 
And we can do it over and over and over again. Because we're social beings. So let's socialize. Let's socialize positively. So we can lift each other up. So that we can live. If nothing else, so that we can live. Kicking off our musical therapy. This is Marta Dredd working out with Slan Robbie. His rendition of One More Day. The sound of Hal Anthony taking us out tonight. Thank you to McNeil Trucking for sponsoring this segment of the broadcast we call Musical Therapy. As we get out of here, remember, look out for members of your community. Especially in these times. Remember, your community is not just a development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. Those that you pass on the bus, the plane, the boat, or the train, whether you walk, ride, or drive, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today, because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is Kevin Stewart, so I like to do it to you, for you, and with you every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern. Right here, KevinStew.com and affiliates. Thank you to the affiliates also. On Harmony Radio, NIE Radio, Island Worldwide, Reggae Pulse Radio, The Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com, WGLRO, Oliwap Radio, Dusik Media Group, PEMGTV.com. Thank you all. Truly appreciate love you. Go ahead and be good. If you all can't be good, be good at it. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you wherever you are in the world. From right here in South Florida, I bid you all a good night. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with community and finance, Tuesdays with healthy love, and Wednesdays with real talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment.